Hi, and welcome to the Small Business MBA. My name is Yasmin Ali. We've been looking at marketing and the importance of getting our business's name out there to our target markets. Today we shine a spotlight on one of the most effective ways of getting this done, namely social media. In a nutshell, social media marketing is the process of using various social media platforms to promote our businesses or products. In the past decade or so, it has gone from a nice to have to an absolute essential for any business. When previous eras, media campaigns were measured on viewership and recognition of ads, the modern era of marketing relies on social media campaigns that push interaction between the brand and the customer. Social media has made marketing personal and given marketers access to not only a far wider audience than in previous years, but also to the exact people that they want to be talking to. In other words, social media has made it even more important for us to understand our target markets. One of the reasons behind this is the simple realization that social media is a very wide catch-all term that refers to many different platforms. And not every platform would be appropriate depending on your product and business. Just like any other area of business, it is about finding the right relationship between your product and the platform. Yes, you do have a relationship with your social, with your social media platform. Firstly, the platform itself would have boundaries around how you can use it and what would be appropriate. Next, the relationship extends to other users and how they can interact with you and with your product. Finally, it's about the broader perception of the platform, the types of users and what those people use the platform for. If we look at this like a personal relationship, when you first start dating someone, it is about you and that person. But then it also affects the people you have in common and the group dynamic. Finally, you add family and friends to the mix. The relationship as it grows becomes far more multifaceted and there needs to be a discussion and strategy on how to manage it. Yet, we know with the right direction and strategy, these same relationships or connections are the absolute reason why social media is so powerful. Big companies and brands spend a fortune on trying to create that big viral campaign that people will talk about and that will drive feed to their products. People will talk about the campaign and find ways to access it. But is it actually worthwhile financially? Nike, for example, recently embarked on various campaigns depicting controversial sports people with strong social messages. Now, whether you agree with these messages or not, the stats showed that Nike sales grew by over 30% on previous years in the same period. And that equals success. And why were these campaigns so successful? They found the right message that their market gravitated towards. And that moved the customer to purchasing their customers felt like part of something. The controversy around these athletes quite simply added fuel to the campaign that was already on fire. Now, I know that you're not Nike and you don't have their vast marketing budgets or teams, nor are you a social media expert. If you're like me, navigating Instagram is still a challenge. So how do you implement this in a practical and relevant way? Here's where the good news comes in. First, there are tons of free resources available that look at how to create, implement, and measure, and even boost campaigns. 
The platforms themselves are for the most part free and many of the platforms themselves offer very high quality tutorials and live lessons on how to improve your skills. I've myself attended a few of these and the wealth of information that you can glean is incredible. But who's got the time? Well, if you're looking to grow your business, this is one of those instances where you as an entrepreneur need to make the time. Look at the time spent as an investment in working on your business. Look at it as one of those times where a little time that you will bring will offer you a big reward in the end. As your business grows, it may be one of those functions that you choose to outsource. This is where more good news comes in. With the advent of social media, the fact is that it is indeed one of those areas where being young and not conforming to the learned rules of advertising and marketing may be an advantage. As a result, there are a myriad of small, young, dynamic businesses that have popped up and are doing incredible work. So it becomes highly affordable for small businesses. Of course, as with everything, I would strongly recommend that you do your homework and ensure that the company you choose is reputable. You want to make sure that they understand your product and that they have a vision for your campaigns or strategy that aligns to your own vision and who you are as a business. You see, a mistake that many small business owners make is to defer this area to some expert without ensuring that it is an accurate representation of their businesses. Again, you don't need to become an expert, but simply ensure that what the agency has done is to translate your authentic brand and message onto the chosen social platform. It must still represent you and your business. After the break, I speak to a lady who does this on behalf of clients every day. Stay tuned to learn how she does it. Welcome back. I'm now joined by a social media expert to help us unpack our own social media woes, Jodine. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Okay, so, so let's start at the beginning. Um, you're in this industry. What is social media? It just seems like such a big term. It, social media is, it's just this, it's you being online. It's trying to figure out how to be as social as you possibly can by using the right kind of mechanisms to get your story out. And we've all got to remember that social media started when um, it was this way of connecting and watching other people and interacting with other people. So for me, the biggest thing to remember about social media is that it's not about this one-way channel of communication. Yeah. So it's not, although your marketing filters into it, yeah. it's not like a billboard that you put up or a TV ad that you're planning. In whatever you do, you have to make sure that it's social, that it's coming back to being social and interactive. That is so interesting because I think that a lot of the time we, we kind of look at the digital aspect rather than the social aspect. Yeah. So, so why is it, how, would, how would an entrepreneur um, put that social piece into, into their media, so to speak? By focusing more on their, the correspondence that coming, that's coming into them than the content that's going out. So one of the things that I do is I assess people's social media and whenever I have a look and audit their accounts, the first thing that I go and check before I look at any of their content, that comes second. I go and I say, you had three comments, you didn't respond. Yeah. 
you had an inbox message, you didn't get to it. Someone commented on your Instagram picture, you mm. never you never connected. Um, you have 25 network connections on LinkedIn waiting for people to connect with you. That is the most important part of all of this, especially as an entrepreneur. Because I think that's what makes that's what makes social media so different from other forms of, yeah. of connecting with your customer. It is a multi-flow of, of, of information. And yeah. I mean, I'm just kind of thinking about it as a consumer. If I don't feel like someone's listening to me, I'm going to go elsewhere. Absolutely. And the other thing that we're finding across the board with the clients that I work with is that we're seeing that more people are starting to use social media all the time to connect and to engage with the um, with the client, with the customer. I mean, with the with the brand. Yeah. So what we're really finding is your queries are coming onto mm. social media, your complaints are coming onto social media. People are asking, where can I find you? What time mm. are you open? Who do I connect with? And if we aren't listening, we, that's when we find ourselves really in trouble in the social media space. So how does an entrepreneur start? I mean, that's always, that's always the biggest question. How do I start? For me, because I'm always going to be an entrepreneur. Yes. So it doesn't matter what size the business gets to. Uh, you, we're always entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing for me is to make sure that you understand your brand message and who you are before you just open up every single account and not know who you're going to be and the message that you're going to put out there. So the first thing for me to do is who are you? What is your messaging? And then you can figure out which social networks are going to work best for me. People do it reverse a lot yeah. of the times. So one of the biggest things that I find is that there hasn't been um, some kind of process in thinking about the account name that people are going to take because yeah. they've been so hasty. <laughs> it's been so hasty at just creating an account. So rather get all of your ducks in a row, know who you are, what you want, and the place that you want to be, and then start to um, integrate yourself online. One of the things that we've spoken about in a previous episode is your brand promise. Yes. And, and, and you know, the idea that your customer must be able to interact with that brand promise. Right. So, so would that be step one for you? Define your brand promise. Absolutely. And for me, the biggest brand promise is that you will listen more than you will use it as a massive advertising tool to just push um, sales information out. Social media isn't about saying buy this, buy this, buy yes. this. It never, it never, I mean, yeah. if I think about it, you know, the best campaigns have never done that. Exactly. So, so tell me about some of your favorite campaigns. That, that I've done or that, that I've just seen across the board. Actually, one of the campaigns that I'm loving at the moment is it's a restaurant mm -hmm. um, and her name is Lexi. It's called Lexi's Healthy Eatery. Okay. What I'm loving the most about this is that every time I look on social media, it's Lexi. Mm. She's putting out pictures of herself and then the story is coming underneath mm. or, and she's meeting different people and telling that story and you, you'll see her food but it's more about her and people are buying into her and yeah. they're really and truly getting to know her and for me that's so important and I'm, I'm really stuck on using South African examples. Yes. We can look externally to around the world. I know that it's a big thing, but but when we look at South Africa, we got to look at how do we how do what do we want to see and what's important mm. to us. And for me, it's really important for people to see who's the face behind yes. who you're dealing with. And when we, a lot of times, what happens is when I sit down with an entrepreneur and I say, "We're going to put a strategy together," the first thing that they say to me is, "I don't want to be seen at all." <laughs> 
And it, it, it doesn't work. It's not a good idea to do that. It's mm. really, you need to find your confidence. You need to find your voice. You need to not be photograph mm. shy. You need to know that Insta Stories has become really, really yes. massive. People want to see you out and about. And that's why that example is so very important to me. One of the things that, that, that we know is that you can't separate the entrepreneur from their business. Yeah. And, and a lot of the time, you know, the reason that that entrepreneur is in that business is, is so related to their own story. So why would you want to separate the story from, from, from the business? Um, another thing that I see a lot and, and I kind of, you know, it's, it's the roll my eyes moment yeah. where the avatar or the, or the pro pack is so not in line with, yes, with, the, with the business themselves. <laughs> so a guideline for, you know, what's the right, what's the right pick? It depends on the type of story that you're trying to tell. Yeah. If, you, if you have a business and you're trying to get the recognition of the business, the most important thing is that people recognize your logo and see your logo, then it's absolutely perfect that you're mm. using that logo as a profile picture. Otherwise, it's, if you are that individual, then it's a, it's a really good, clean picture of who you are. Don't be too far away so no one can figure it out. And it's also, you've got your f Facebook profile, personal mm. space, to put pictures of you with your yep. cat or your puppy <laughs> or your baby, any of that kind of stuff. Rather keep it to more of a professional kind of image or the logo. That, those are the two options that I prefer. How do I tell my story? By letting the passion of the story come out. Um, the big thing for me is that people spend so much trying to, time trying to figure out what is the right messaging, what is the right wording. Yeah. And when I look at the people who connect with me, um, the thing that they love most is they always say to me, you tell such an authentic story. Yeah. And it, that's all that it needs to be. Get to land a deal and say you're thrilled. Um, and just be really open and honest and stop worrying less about does this tick all the right marketing boxes and am I saying all the right things or this, is, mm. this isn't appropriate when actually all you want to do is just say woohoo, this is so, <laughs> so exciting. Exactly, exactly. And when I, when I look at those kinds of responses in comparison to um, an entrepreneur who's just trying to constantly push out messaging about mm. this is my service this is my service and when it gets more personal and people get to understand the entrepreneur a little bit more you see a spike in their likes and in their comments and in their interactions and and i think that it, it again comes back to the social component because Absolutely. because because you know now you're now you're a person that i can be happy for rather than a business that is running a business absolutely and and it allows us to just connect on that personal level yet again and this is where my story is so important mm. to share with as many people as possible is that a lot of people say I need to keep my personal Facebook profile separate and then I need to have a Facebook page and I need to have my company page and then I need to keep my personal Instagram separate. I haven't done that. Okay. I have been that entrepreneur that has told my story and every single one of my clients that I have has been through a Facebook connection someone that I know. It's been through someone who has spotted me on LinkedIn mm. and I have told my personal story there on my personal profile. Mm. So, so learn, just learn that in this social media space, it is important to integrate who you are. And there's all different things that you can do. There's privacy settings that you can have on Facebook so only mm. certain people see what you want to mm. see. 
But at the end of the day, people are looking to connect with people. And that's, that's the shift in having that mindset from being real on your page in comparison to just being more open uh, in that on your personal profiles. So we've got about two minutes left, okay. What is the biggest piece of advice that, that, that you would give people with regards to their, their, their social media profiles? For me, it's to, I understand that Facebook is really and truly big and everyone continues to think that it's the biggest space that there is, but there's a spend that comes along with it, especially on a profile page. So buy more into LinkedIn. Okay. Buy more into telling your business story through Instagram and through Insta stories. A great example that I have is if we do a post for a client and they get about 500 likes on an Instagram image, they're going to get about 200 to 300 views on the Insta stories. Wow. And a lot of people are still trying to catch up on that mindset. Mm -hmm. So just jump ahead a little bit of the game. Don't think that LinkedIn isn't valuable. It's extremely valuable. Also relax and let your personality come out in LinkedIn and figure ways to tell your business story through Instagram and through Insta stories. So I must be honest, Instagram is one of those, one of those things that I haven't managed to unlock. It is there's an account, but there isn't much more there. So, so, so maybe we can do a little bit of a tutorial. I would love to do that. <laughs> Jodine, thank you so much for joining us and for, for sharing your insights and for sharing your wisdom about this industry with us. It's such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. After the break, I give you some tips on how to go and clean up your own social media and what to do to boost it just a little bit. Join me for that. Welcome back. We're talking social media and how to effectively use it as a marketing tool. Before the break, we got a, gl a, a glimpse into the industry that this has become. Now we need to know how to implement this in our own businesses. So here are your tasks for the episode. Look at what you currently have in your social media basket. A useful task would be to quite simply make a list. Then look at when you last interacted with each platform. When was the last time you ran a campaign or even just uploaded new content? This is possibly the biggest mistake that small businesses make, namely creating but not maintaining. It makes you look sloppy and gives a huge impression of a lack of professionalism, as well as the impression that you will not be able to deliver. Decide whether you need to cull the number of platforms that you have to maintain and commit time to keeping those updated. Set the time in your diary or outsource it to someone and then monitor and feedback. Once you know where you want to be working, devise a strategy for those platforms. Remember that it's not just about posting, it's about what you're posting and how that affects your image. It's also about what useful information you can provide and how your customer can interact with that information. And it's also about the actual campaigns that you decide to invest in and how you invest in them, as well as whether your most effective bet would be to pay someone to do it for you. If that is the case, make sure that you spend your money wisely. Know what the company's track record is and ensure that they understand exactly what you're looking for. And most importantly, that they understand your brand promise and your vision. If they can align their ideas to what you stand for, you're winning. That's it for me for today. Until the next episode, goodbye. <laughs>